Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, and welcome, fellow patriots. Welcome to all deplorables. Welcome, all you drinks in society. Are you sick of fonts? Are you stinkers? All you hateful people. And you know who you are the breakfast burritos, the breakfast tortillas, and of course, all you mega fascists out there. You know, it doesn't matter what they call you, we call you patriots. And you're always welcome here. And this is a conservative commandos radio show. And I'm Rick Trader coming to you from the MyPillow studios of the AUN TV network. And joining me today as my co-host is the president and CEO of Frontiers of Freedom. That's George Landreth. And George, welcome back. Welcome back to conservative commandos. It's great to be here for one simple reason. This is the place to be. Well, George, you know, I made a prediction going back a few months that my prediction was that Republicans would uh, win 70 seats in the House. And uh, I was pretty confident then about that prediction. I'm pretty confident now about that prediction. However, however, there's a mantra out there that, oh, this uh, red wave is really not going to be so big. They point to things like a win of for Democrats in New York. They point to things like the win for uh, abortion in Kansas. And they're going, well, you know, Democrats maybe aren't in biggest trouble as um, you might think. Well, what say you? I think they're in big trouble. There's a couple of reasons why. If you do polling data and look at it and read it carefully, voters are concerned about some of the following issues. These are their top issues. It's not climate change. It's things like crime, inflation, energy costs, the stagnating economy, the recession, the border disaster, fentanyl, those kinds of things. That's what they're concerned about. They're worried about a president that has made the, the nation less secure, both because of his border policy and because of his foreign policy. None of those issues favor the Democrats, not one of them, on every one of those issues. And what I think is funny, though, is... The Democrats, they act like, oh, yeah. Uh, in, in fact, you heard the you referenced the fact that Joe Biden is called, uh, you know, as fascist now or mm-hmm. and he's going to speak tonight as a presidential address, meaning that he'll get coverage. It's not a paid advertisement. There's rules for that. And this he's clearly going to violate those rules because it's going to be a political speech. Like if you look at what George Bush talked about, he talked about the war in Iraq and after 9-11, kind of trying to draw the nation together and help it heal from the shock of everything that happened. But it wasn't primarily a political speech. This is going to be a raw political speech. But I want to point out, it's the Democrats who talk about threatening violence all the time. It's the Democrats who supported defunding the police and the violence in the streets we saw for two, almost two straight years. It's kicking back up in certain places. It's all theirs. It's on them. I think, you know, we'll show some videos in a moment, I think, to demonstrate all that. So it's not just us making these charges. But my point is voters aren't stupid. They may not fully understand every in and out of every issue. 
but they can look around and see that their neighborhoods are much less safe, that their dollar doesn't go as far, that they're paying a lot more for groceries and energy and things like that, that there aren't as many good paying jobs, that their salary has been dropping relative to their income and the expenses. They can look and see people streaming across the border like crazy. They've experienced and they see almost everybody knows somebody who died of a fentanyl death. And the funny yeah, thing about it is, family. yeah, that is that one fact in and of itself. I don't know what family that hasn't been affected by a drug death. Yeah. And the president is out there talking about how the problem is somehow the NRA and guns on the border. It's like, how about closing the border, you moron? So mm-hmm. the bottom line is they're going to get spanked bad because you can't do this bad a job. And the voters just shrug their shoulders and say, ah, we'll give them another shot. Most people are trying to figure out, can, can we survive any more of this? And so, as I see it, his speech tonight is going to be a disaster. It's going to be a, a complete fiasco because he's going to be speaking in Philadelphia, a city that's been run by Democrats and destroyed by Democrats, where you've got crime running, running rampant in the city, and he's going to basically say, but it's Republicans' fault. And that message doesn't fly. It's, just, it's stupid. So, I don't know, maybe we got to show people the video, though, first of all these elected Democrats and media personalities threatening violence on Republicans. But we're the problem in the country. We're the ones endangering democracy. You know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. you got to be ready to throw a punch. You have to be ready to throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If you were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No, I wish you were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take them out now. Okay. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Please get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. We're going to go in there, we're going to the well, This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? <laughs> well, George, there you go. Democrats threatening violence. And remember, they're, they're the ones that always say that we're, we are the, 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 the radical side. You know, we are, we are the ones that storm the Capitol. We are the ones that are a threat to democracy. But they, yet they, they are the ones. Yeah. That have been well, threatening violence. You're exactly right. It doesn't just stop there. They actually have the gall now to try to argue that it's the GOP, it's the conservatives they're trying to defund the police. And there's not anybody who believes that. And you'd have to be seriously impaired, mentally impaired, to buy into that. And so I think when I watch this video, it's a little bit long, but it's just a string of all these Democrats talking about defunding the police. 
including the president of the United States, including the vice president of the United States, yeah. including all kinds of elected officials. And now they are acting like none of that ever happened. It's like, dudes, don't you know there's videotape? All right. So here we go, George. In their own words. That's what I love about video. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts. Defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services. They are talking about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes, I support the defund movement. I'm for responsible reallocation of resources and defund the police i think you do all those other things you don't need all the money that's going to the police department so yeah i mean the spirit of it i i, I do support that yeah and you know a lot of us were asked if we could imagine a future without police back in 2017 when we were running for office and I answered yes to that question. We are going to reduce funding in the police department and redirect that money. There's no reason the police budget should just keep growing and growing and growing. They can make sensible cuts to police. We propose to redirect over $7 million from the police bureau. That our city, through our city administrative officer, identify $250 million in cuts. Rashida Tlaib tweeting, no more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. When they're saying defund the police, what are they saying? They're saying we want fundamental, basic change when it comes to policing. Uh, and they're right. We are reallocating funds. The, the police department here in Minneapolis needs to be dismantled, and we need to start anew. In some necessary cases, completely dismantling those police forces. Police departments uh, are taking a sizable uh, amount of the budget of a lot of municipalities and, and other entities. Uh, we need to look at those budgets, pull some of the money back, and invest it in other things. We are committed to shifting resources. Our calls to defund the police have been met with resistance. To stop investing so much money in this militarized police force and instead invest in the things that our community really needs. Yes, I support a radical reimagining of community safety and public safety. I do believe that we need to re reallocate resources away. And will this involve cuts? Yes, of course, to every department, including the police department. And so when we dismantle it, we get rid of that cancer. When we said defund the police, the world woke up. I, I really love that uh, Black Lives Matters and uh, other protesters have put this front and center to defund. Defunding police means defunding police. If these reports are accurate, then these proposed cuts to the NYPD budget are a disingenuous illusion. This is not a victory. The freshman Democrat adding the fight to defund policing will continue. We are going to reimagine policing in New York City. I think the idea of having a police-free future is very aspirational. 
And I am willing to stand with community members who are asking us to think of that as the goal. Should be defunding or dismantling their police departments, such as in Minneapolis and, and New York. My answer is yes to that. We need to be looking at it clearly. Which means reallocating mm -hmm. um, and, and not further investing in a carceral state. Going through a process of dismantling that institution. So defunding the police um, for me. It means a reallocation of funds. Why use the word defund? Why use the word defund? And it's like, this is the word that's coming from the streets, you know? We're going to dissolve the gun violence reduction team, the school resource officer program, and the transit specialty units. You don't have one bad apple. You don't have four bad apples. You, you have a, a system-wide problem in that police department. And only by completely dismantling that system and rebuilding it intentionally with the community members at the table, do you have any hope of, of getting it right? Coming together as a community to reimagine what public safety looks like for us. Uh, we talk about defunding the police, uh, defund defunding the Pentagon. My push is that we defund our police departments. This idea of reprioritizing our budget um, this idea of, of moving funds and reinvesting. It means that we need to look at ways in which we can reduce the amount of resources that we're providing to the department, redirect those funds. To make sure that um, that defund is first understood and that we bring that home to our community. Uh, so Minneapolis unanimously just voted on a resolution that will engage uh, the community uh, on a one-year process of what happens as we go through the process of dismantling the department and starting anew. And what we committed to was a community process to help reimagine public safety. The city council in Minneapolis made the right decision. So when we talk about defunding, it can show up in multiple ways. We obviously took money out of the NYPD budget, put it into youth programs, put it into social services, put it into recreation centers for young people. Um, that's really the, the right direction. I'm glad we did that. Not only do we need to defund, but we need to dismantle and start anew. Allows us to really reimagine what public safety should look like in our community. It means a dramatic reduction in the number of police in our poor communities, and particularly our poor black and brown communities. I'm asking you to ask yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice? to make sure that overfunded police departments are defunded. Our commitment is to end our city's toxic relationship with the Minneapolis Police Department, to end policing as we know it. And so what we are advocating for is a reorientation, reimagining of what public safety should be. Well, there you go, George. In their own words, the Democrats demanding defund the police, demanding that Oh, well, we can send social workers. You know, you talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's going to be in Philadelphia giving this big speech uh, in support of a candidate by the name of John Fetterman, who has said his one of his main purposes is to open the prisons. He wants to clear the prisons where in Philadelphia blood is literally running on the streets, George. John Fetterman wants to open a presence yeah an extremist an extremist extremist view but it's you and me that are the problem you know oh of course, of course. <laughs> that's we, we joe are biden's message what we a lunatic what a lunatic 
Well, George, let's go to break right now. And uh, I'm Rick Trader coming to you from the MyPillow studios of the AUN TV network. My co-host is George Landreth. George is the president and CEO of Frontiers of Freedom. And uh, for right now, just want you to know this. Today's show, like all our shows, is being brought to you by the First Amendment, protected by the Second. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. To order, please call 800 800- seven nine seven seven eight nine three and please use the promotion code auntv to order please call eight hundred seven nine seven seven eight nine three and please use the promotion code auntv hello i'm mike lindell and as you know my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life that's why i created my new giza dreams bed sheets i started by using the world's best cotton called giza It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. 
I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, mystore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800 800- 797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. And welcome back. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos Radio Show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader, coming to you from the MyPillow Studios of the AUNTV Network. And, you know, for months I've been encouraging you to go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. I've also been telling you about my store. And my store was the place on MyPillow.com where Mike Lindell was helping other fellow entrepreneurs sell their products. Well, my store has gotten so popular, they had to give it its own website. So now there's two websites I'm asking you to go to, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. Of course, MyPillow.com still has Mike Lindell's great products, the pillows, the mattresses, the mattress pads, the, uh, the the towels, everything for the bedroom. But my store now is, as I said, you go before you order from Amazon, go to my store and see if it's there first. Because I want you to take the advice of that good old Barack Obama, you know, reward your friends, punish your enemies. Amazon is no friend of yours. All right. A, a, a lot of these online shopping networks on on online they are not your friends they do not like you they're the one that call, call they're the ones that call you the mega racist the mega fascist fascist but um go to my pillow go to my store.com and let me tell you george what i got got this today can't wait can't wait for tomorrow morning it's my coffee 
<laughs> it's Mike Lindell's My Coffee. And if you go to mystore.com, mystore.com, you can order your own. Us got a great mug and went along with it. It's what I'll be having on my coffee in tomorrow. My very own mug. Help save another help save our country, Mike Lindell. Great thing about it is this mug. Guess where it's made, George? I'm gonna guess that it was not made in China. Nope. <laughs> Here it is on the box. Made in USA. Oh, made yeah, in yeah. USA. So again, go to <laughs> mypillow.com for the pillows, towels, mattresses, mattress pads. Go to my store for everything else. Again, use that promotion code AUNTV because you're going to save anywhere from 25 to 60% or more on your purchases. That helps us keep this show going, helps us keep the AUNTV network going. And George, what else does it help us do? Well, we don't pay our guests, but it does make sure that we have a program and a network that can air these guests. And we bring you the best guests day in and day out. I understand that something that happens on a daily basis can be boring. But when you have the very best guest on TV and radio, there ain't nothing boring about that. Ain't and, nothing uh, boring about that. Exactly. And so we're really excited because we're going to have Phil Kirpin, who's the founder and president of American Commitment and the president of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, who he works there with Steve Forbes and Steve Moore and Art Laffer. Steve Moore, I think, is somebody that uh, our friends here at uh, the AUN TV network might, might be familiar with. Right? More money? More money. Yep. But anyhow, we'll talk with him about a number of issues. I wanted to get into the student loan issue, how we more effectively could reduce the costs of, of college education without just handing out more money, which will actually make it more expensive. Also wanted to ask him what he thought in the aftermath of the Inflation Reduction Act, and now it's kind of morphed into the Climate Salvation Act. And on some level, the Obamacare Subsidy on Steroids Act. So none of that we were told in advance, but that's what it's turned out. I think it'll be an interesting conversation. And then we're going to also have Michael Morris, who is with the Media Research Center. And we're going to talk with him about a lot of issues, or at least I'm going to try to. We'll see how far we get through the list. But I want to talk about censorship. It's like if you take the conservative commandos off, sure, they silence George and they silence Sharon and they silence Rick. And they silence our guests, but they also deprive our listeners and our viewers of the information we provide. We also want to get into what's going on with Google. They're apparently trying to engage in, as we get closer to the election. They want to control and have a monopoly on political discussion and information. So they've, they're banning Truth Social from their Google Play Store. If you recall, they did that with Parler at one point. They're just playing the same playbook again. We'll also try to get to how Zuckerberg admitted that the FBI came to him and pressured him to censor the Hunter Biden story before the 2020 election. That means the government was involved and government actors were involved in censoring speech. And that is absolutely repugnant to the First Amendment. The FBI now says, what's interesting is, in response, they say, oh yeah, we routinely work with social media companies to <laughs> censor threat information. It's like, what? You'd think they'd say, oh, no, we didn't do that. What do they so, say? Oh, we so do it all the time. About, talking about Hunter Biden's laptop is now threat information. 
Yeah. I mean, threat to who? Threat to what? Threat the to state. the oh, Biden crime family? Yeah, to That's the deep what state. it's a threat to. Right. That's no, what exactly it's a right. threat to. Uh, also going to get into how big tech is promising to censor election content again. In other words, they did it once and they intend to do it again. Also, we want to get into discussing the, uh, the Orwellian Disinformation Governance Board. A lot of people think that was totally killed, but not necessarily. Interestingly enough, occasionally, like once a year, CNN will broadcast something that actually makes sense. And they had a guest that said that Biden's debt forgiveness plan will make inflation worse. He may not be ever invited back, but interesting that even a broken clock is right more often than, than <laughs> CNN is, because a broken clock is right twice every day. CNN has never been twice right in a day. So there's lots of stuff for us to get into, and uh, it should be a very interesting conversation with, with all of our guests and action-packed. We'll have to move quickly to get it all done, though. All right. Well, where do we want to go to from here, George? I mean, we could talk about Fauci. We could talk about AOC, Juan Williams, uh, California, Pfizer. I mean, where do you want to go this next part of this segment? Well, one of the things I think is interesting, you mentioned Juan Williams. He wrote an article in which he basically refers to the GOP's embrace of extremism, how that's going to harm its midterm hopes. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so John Fetterman, who wants to open the prisons, wants to legalize heroin, who has never had a real job, who tells us that he's... He's the real Bernie Sanders, that Bernie Sanders isn't even really the Bernie Sanders, that he's more Bernie Sanders than Bernie Sanders is. You know, he's mainstream. And you've yeah. got someone like Stacey Abrams down in Georgia, who still thinks she won the election as governor, even though she lost, and she's now running a second time for governor, and she's going to lose a second time. The idea that the Republicans are the, are the extremists, it's kind of like, wait a minute, like we just in our last segment. We talked about all these different issues that kind of demonstrate what a complete farce that is. On crime, who's the, who are the extremists on crime? They are. Who are the extremists causing inflation? They are. Who are the in extremists, like in California, they're telling people, you must buy electric vehicles. Oh, but by the way, please don't charge them because you'll, you'll break down our system. We can't do that. So who are the extremists there? And it just goes on and on and on. Who opened the border? And so I'm thinking to myself, Juan Williams must be a complete lunatic because, let's be honest, this is not a serious position. You can argue all kinds of reasons why you think the Republicans might, might lose, but it's not because they're the extremists. It's the Democrats. Like they they'll even say, oh, well, on abortion, they're extreme. It's like, uh, yeah, their position on abortion is <laughs> that you shouldn't be killing babies for convenience purposes. George. Their position is that even after they're born, you can kill them. George, there, there's a bill making its way through the California legislature that would have legalized infanticide 28 days after the baby was born. You could kill it. Right. And, well, that's and the not, governor of Virginia. That's not extreme. That's not extreme. Yeah. But wanting to save babies' lives? Yeah, oh yeah, that's that crazy. Crazy talk. That's extreme. Yeah. Well, no, you're exactly right. And in the governor of Virginia, not the current governor, because the current governor of Virginia is pro-life, the previous governor, the governor of blackface, governor Klansrobes, he actually talked on a radio show and talked about 
aborting a baby after it was born. And then he assured us, but don't worry, we'll make sure it's comfortable. Yeah. Okay, so I get, you know, there's, they'll give it pain medication sure before they kill it. Well, and then on top of that, there is a Minnesota bail fund that was promoted by Kamala Harris. And they used some of the money that she helped them raise to bail out a convicted, a, a convict, and he and was already had a criminal felony record, and he got out, and now he has just recently been charged with another murder. But we're the extremists because we think people like that ought to be in jail. No, I'm sorry. It's people like Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, Schumer, and the arrest that are the extremists. They are raving lunatics, and they're going to lose this election bad because even the people in America who aren't rock-rib conservatives are not raving lunatics. From your lips to God's ears, and only with God's help can we save this country, George. That's for sure. Yep. Hey, George, let's go to break and uh, get our guests on. We do have a couple of great guests uh, joining us today. A little later on, we're going to have Michael Morris from VD Research Center joining us. But right after this break, Phil Kirpin, who's the founder and president of American Commitment, is also the president of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. He's going to join us to talk about student loans the cost of college, inflation, and several other things right after this break. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75 percent right now with no cancellation fees and to make it even easier on you we're here 24 7 to help so call right now bookmark us in your cell phone whatever you need to do just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off call 701-317-9936 that's 701-317-9936 701-317-9936 that's 701-317-9936 Hey travelers, everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares. Our prices are direct from the airlines and they're so low they're not published anywhere. SmartFares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, SmartFares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these low rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals too. Call 802-424-3060. 802-424-3060. That's 802-424-3060. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 or more a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. 
Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. Stop overpaying for expensive prescriptions. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call now and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us anytime, day or night, and start saving big money for the exact same results. Have your credit card ready. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. Call now. To order, call now. 855-766-0018 Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos. We're glad you stuck around because we're to the point of the show where we have our guests. And one of the things I'm very proud of is that we have the very best guests on TV and radio. Some places have multi-million dollar studios. We have multi-million dollar guests. I'm not saying that he's paid that much. I get paid for this, George? <laughs> no, I mean, but the information that our guests provide is multi-million dollar information. They're, they're the very best minds in Washington who are fighting for liberty and freedom. And as evidence of that, because I'm a lawyer, so I, I understand when you make an opening argument, you have to be prepared to put the goods on the table. And I am. I've got here, the, as Exhibit A, proof that we have the best guest, Phil Kirpin. He's the founder and president of American Commitment. He's also the president of the Committee to Unleash 
Prosperity, founded by Steve Forbes, Steve Moore, and Art Laffer. Some pretty good minds when it comes to unleashing prosperity. And quite frankly, Phil's a pretty good mind on that. So they've got at least four good minds working on that. And heaven knows the Biden administration is giving them lots to work on and chew on. But now he's been working overtime also to bring you to the truth about how to get the economy going and how to keep America safe and keep our kids safe in school, because heaven knows there have been some people out there doing the exact opposite. But Phil is a, a guy a, a guy who deals in facts and data, not fear, fear and demagoguery. So, Phil, welcome back to the Conservative Commandos. We're glad to have you. Thanks for joining my, us. My pleasure, George. I wanted to ask you about student loans because I think most people would agree that going to college is very expensive and probably too expensive. It's getting to a point where it's just not a good buy anymore. But I don't, I'm kind of, am I missing something? Because I'm not sure how giving people a $10,000 loan forgiveness does anything to fix the cost of college going forward. Well, I think it's actually going to make it a lot worse. I think the main driver of the enormous increase in the cost of higher education over the last 40 years has been the availability of federal funds, grants as well as loans, but principally loans. And, uh, you know, the there are very high barriers to entry. Uh, in higher education. There are occasionally new startup universities, but it's pretty rare. It's pretty difficult to get one off the ground. And so when you've got a relatively limited supply and you massively increase demand by artificially by pouring in you know, an enormous amount of taxpayer resources, uh, the price has to go up and it's gone up quite dramatically. And I think that the universities have realized that they essentially have a license to mint money. And so they raise their tuitions. You know, typically, they raise them annually, although in places where they've tried not to, like at Mitch Daniels at Purdue, I think they've had a 10-year freeze now. They haven't increased at all, even while inflation's gone up a lot. So if if you have institutions that really want to keep prices down, they can. But the vast majority of them, they look at this environment. There's all this federal money available. They say, hey, we can add another however many administrators. We can build another building. We can do this, that, the other thing. I mean, some of these colleges now have like water parks and they got all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can, you can, you know, the sky's the limit. You can put almost anything you want under a college umbrella and uh, you can keep raising tuition to pay for it. And the taxpayers uh, will have, have at least subsidized it. Now they may pick up the entirety of the costs in, in many instances. And what the president is claiming he has the power to do, and I do think and hope that this will be litigated and all of it will be stopped uh, because I think it's unlawful. But what the president is, is claiming he's going to do is not only forgive ten to $20,000 uh, right off the top, but he wants to redo income-driven repayment plans so that you only have to pay 5% of your so-called disposable income. Uh, and after 20 years, all of your debt is extinguished or shifted to taxpayers. You don't have to pay for it. And, you know, on a going forward basis, think of the incentive that that creates for colleges and universities to just raise the roof even more on tuition because they can say, look, you're not going to pay anymore. <laughs> We're going to jack it up. But don't worry, you're still you're only going to pay five percent of your in of your disposable income. And then this then this is going to be gone. So the 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 costs uh, really are going to uh, increase, I think, a lot more rapidly if that aspect of this uh, stands as legal. And, you know, the, the combined cost of this uh, between the forgiveness portion and the income driven repayment going forward, I think it's going to be in excess of a trillion dollars. Uh, the, the Penn Wharton Center thinks it's 600 billion just on a static basis before you look at changes in behavior. But they said they think that it, when you consider how much more attractive the income driven repayment is going to be with that with that 5% cap, uh, that the cost to taxpayers could be well in, in excess of a trillion dollars. And it really makes a mockery of the power of the purse. If the president of the United States can spend a trillion dollars 
uh, without a vote of Congress. And it's even more remarkable to me, George, that he did this a week after they passed the uh, reconciliation bill, which they went, were you know, screaming from the rafters at what an incredible deficit reduction it was because it supposedly had, you know, $300 billion of deficit reduction, which it didn't really. It depended on budget gimmicks and all the usual shenanigans. But even if that had been true, the following week, the president, you know, claims on his own authority he can spend three times more than what he supposedly saved the week before. There was this great, you know, inflation fighting victory. And so uh, I, I think this is an astonishing policy. I also think uh, it's a political blunder because, you got a lot more people who either didn't go to college at all, who already paid their own way. Uh, you know, you, it's a minority of the country. It's something like, you know, it's something on the order of 40 million people that'll probably get the direct benefit from this. But that leaves the other 250 million or so that are going to have, you know, be left holding the bag, that are going to be paying for it. And you know, I think that uh, the assumption is that the people who get the relief will care a lot more about it than everyone else. But I'm not sure that assumption is going to prove right, especially if Republican candidates are smart about the way they talk about this. And, and uh, as I said, this may be struck down in court as well. If you look at the legal memo that they put out, they don't even mention the recent decision in West Virginia versus EPA. They don't even try to explain how this action doesn't implicate a major question that would require express direction from Congress under a very recent Supreme Court decision. So assuming that somebody with standing sues, and it's not clear that'll happen yet, but assuming that that does happen, uh, I think there's a pretty good chance that this falls in court. Well, that's an interesting point. I, I was gonna make a couple observations. One is, I may have found the first time that you and Nancy Pelosi agree on something. I think she's changed her opinion since. Because I remember seeing videotapes, so I know it's true because it's not someone told me she said it. I watched her say it, and that was that the president lacked the authority to forgive loan debt for college and that it would require an act of Congress. Now, she may have changed her position on that in this last week or so, but I think she was right that one time. You know, and then the other thing I was going to ask you is, and I don't necessarily want us to get into the Inflation Reduction Act right now, but I do think there's an interesting point you made. You pointed out that when you forgive the debt, prices go up. And I would argue it's a little bit like the EV, uh, electric vehicle subsidy. Within the, the day of it passing the Senate, if I recall correctly, Ford and GM both announced that they were increasing the price of their EVs in the upcoming year by the approximate amount of the subsidy provided. So in other words, the price went up. The Similar to that, except it's worse, George, because there's no limit to the amount that they may increase price as a consequence of this. Because if most of your customers are no longer the ones who are paying for the product at all, then they're indifferent to the cost uh, because someone else is going to be paying for it. Or in this case, it's going to be spread across everyone, most likely uh, in the form of uh, higher prices because... We're not going to raise taxes to pay for it. It gets monetized and so forth. Uh, but, you know, if if the vast majority of college students going forward end up using an income driven repayment plan where they're paying five percent of their disposable income on a monthly basis. And then after 20 years, they're done. They don't make any more payments. Then what difference does it make to them if on paper they owe, you know, one hundred thousand dollars or three hundred thousand dollars? They didn't really owe either one of those because uh, what they were going to pay was a function of their disposable income and, and not necessarily of the notional balance that's never going to be paid. And so I think the upward pressure, if that portion of this stands, is going to be really dramatic. And it's it's similar to what they did in healthcare, actually. I think might be a better analogy than what they did on the uh, on the green energy subsidies, because the way that they structured Obamacare, you just pay a percentage of your income as the maximum, and then taxpayers pick up the rest as subsidies. And so, you know, the uh, the 
there, there's almost no market pressure on reducing premiums, which is why, you know, here we are 12 years later and they're not, you know, they're not talking about any success they've had in reducing premiums. They're wait, just talking wait, about they're expanding telling... the subsidy so no one will pay and on unsubsidized. Are you premium. telling me that Obamacare didn't save uh, American families 2000 to $3,000 a year? Well, I definitely didn't do that either. But I mean, even what I'm saying is that yeah, most of us saw our premiums go up by that fraction much, of the real cost, because the way the subsidies are structured, most of the cost falls on taxpayers. Right. My recollection is, is that uh, if you if I track what I was paying pre Obamacare and post Obamacare, the, the delta between those two was like five, six thousand dollars a year. It did, so it didn't come close to saving me. Yeah. Any money think, at all? You know, to, to, to my point, if you're in the subsidy eligible population, which most people are now, because they've yeah. basically lifted the lid on it uh, almost completely. It used to be under the original Obamacare, if you were above 400 percent of the federal poverty level, you couldn't get subsidies. Under the emergency COVID emergency, they said we're getting rid of that cap. There's not an income cap anymore. Now it's just based on what, what the premiums are in your area. And it's capped at, I think, 8% of your income or 9% of your income, something like that. And so if you're in a very high cost area where the premiums are very, very high, like, say, Boston or something like that, um, you know, you might make six, seven hundred percent of the federal poverty level, but still be subsidy eligible because, you know, the percent percentage of your income that goes to the premium can still hit the cap. And so, you know, they, they said we had to do this on an emergency basis because of COVID. And then, of course, in this bill, they've extended it three years, and we expect they'll try to extend it forever. It's often how emergencies go. Yeah, and they, they become the commonplace. And the other thing that's kind of interesting is all these emergencies that we saw, all the excuses we saw during the COVID era have created this horrible economic stagflation where you have a, a stagnant, kind of weak, sluggish economy and in out-of-control, insane inflation. And I'm thinking to myself, Okay. The funny thing is, is that's going to stick around. So they send out $1,600 checks. Yahoo! You know, that, that's been eaten up every three months or, or faster for most Americans. And the sad thing is, is the history of inflation isn't that when, it, when inflation goes away, you don't gain back that money that was lost. It just stops increasing as fast. Yeah, you know, I actually, I, I was pretty optimistic about the inflation outlook uh, before the last couple of weeks because, you know, you're, exa you're exactly right. About $6 trillion of emergency federal spending was done in the name of COVID, and uh, it was massively inflationary because there were basically no real buyers for those bonds. Something like 90% of them were bought by the Federal Reserve, placed on the Federal Reserve balance sheet, which uh, just creates that money. Essentially, the Fed creates that money and, and you know, gives it to the treasury and, and it's spent into the economy. And so it, it was it was very largely monetized. Something like five and a half trillion dollars was created out of thin air to finance all of that additional spending, which created exactly what we've seen. Uh, and, you know, a lot of it unfortunately started under Trump. It was made much worse under Biden because they put another one point nine trillion dollars of spending on top of yeah, this was like two months after they had spent a trillion. They put another two trillion but my thought was my thought was that looking at the money supply, that the economy was basically going to digest that and get back to something like the the normal trend line in inflation, uh, because there wasn't another big increase coming. There wasn't another big. The Fed wasn't going to be forced to finance another huge round of government spending, which meant, in theory, they should have been able to significantly reduce their balance sheet, reduce inflationary pressures. Uh, now I'm not so sure because now we've got you know another one. 
huge spending bill and what they just passed. We've got the uh, enormous amount of spending that's coming uh, by executive order if it stands up in court on the student loan thing. And I think we're going to have another big spending bill in September when they get back, or they may punt uh, to after the election, but then we'll have another big spending bill. The worst, the worst kind of big spending bill in the lame duck session. And so I, I think, unfortunately, we may be looking at more sort of out of control, reckless government spending to kind of have another ratchet and, and have inflation not come back down towards trend, but kind of stay at this elevated level for another couple of years. So I, I, would, I hope that's not what happens. I hope I'm wrong yeah. and it does come right. down, but it kind of looks like that's where we're headed right now. Well, I hope you're wrong too, but I fear you're not. <laughs> you know, it's one of these things where nobody wants to be right about this, but sadly it's, you know, anyhow, it's frustrating. But we got to take a quick break here, Phil, because we've got to take care of a little business. But I'm glad you can stick around because there's some more issues I'd like to pick your brain on. And I know our listeners and our viewers would love to hear what you have to say. So to our viewers and listeners, this is the Conservative Commandos. I'm George Landreth and our guest, Phil Kirpin, the founder and president of American Commitment and the president of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And he and I will be right back after these messages. So don't go away. Hello, everyone. You all know I'm a kid at heart. Well, here is my new favorite product, Children's Bible Story Go Anywhere My Pillows. What they have, we have the same patented fill and the same go anywhere pillow for that comfort and awesome sleep. But now we have stories from the Bible and scenes from the Bible. Look at here. This is the first one. This is where God creates heaven and earth. If you don't know the story, you flip it over. There it is from day one all the way to day seven when he rested. I mean, that's awesome, right? Okay, here's the next one. We've got five. We're going to go through all five. What's this one? Can anyone guess? Daniel in the lion's den. All this is, if you don't know the story, there it is. You read the story, you see the scene, it's awesome. Then, everybody's favorite, or a lot of people's favorites, can anyone guess this one, Noah's Ark. If you don't know that story, where they see the lamb with the dove, there's the story right there. I mean, that's beautiful. That's awesome. Kids love this one. Well, they love them all. But uh, here we have Jonah and the whale. Quite a story. There it is on the back. There's the story. There's Jonah right there. There's the whale. Look at that. Then, where it all began, we got Christmas coming, great Christmas gifts. But then you need to know the story of the baby Jesus, okay? Born on Christmas, there it is. There's the story. I want you all to use your promo code, and you're going to get 50% off. Get all five. Collect all five. They make the best Christmas gifts ever. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99. Or for a limited time, you can get my 
my six-piece towel sets. Regularly $109.99, now only $39.99. The lowest price ever with your promo code. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried canceling myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For a limited time, you can get my brand new product, My Slippers, for 50% off. That's the lowest price ever. And remember, My Slippers come with an exclusive four-layer design. These layers combine to give you amazing comfort and support and help reduce stress on your feet. And with the durable indoor-outdoor sole, you can wear My Slippers anytime, anywhere. I personally guarantee these will be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my slippers for 50% off, the lowest price in history. And if you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800 800- 797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos. We've been having a great conversation with Phil Kirpin, who is the president and founder of American Commitment. And he is also the president of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And Phil, I wanted to ask you about this uh, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which very soon after being passed, the media began basically telling us that it was actually the Climate Salvation Act or something like that. So I wanted you to kind of help us sort this out because it seems kind of bizarre to me that they can spend all this time telling us it's going to reduce inflation, it's going to reduce inflation. Then it passes and they go, oh, yeah, it probably won't induce, reduce inflation. But thank goodness it's going to fix the, uh, you know, the, the climate crisis. Well, they keep saying they got climate done, so I hope that means we'll never hear about it again. <laughs> it's a mission accomplished. We can move on to other things. Uh, look, this is, the, uh, this is the bill that started in the House as the Build Back Better Act. Uh, and then it was kind of looked like it was going to be dead because Joe Manchin was saying all the right things. But then, as he often does, he, he betrayed his own constituents and all of his own prior statements and said that he had reached a deal and they sort of revived it. And uh, it seemed to me that part of getting Manchin on board was they put this comically stupid name, Inflation Reduction Act, on the bill because he wanted to pretend that he was doing something about inflation. And I think, you know, that was, I think that was an ASCII hat. And of course, Schumer's like, yeah, call it whatever you want. I don't care. You're going to vote for it. Uh, so I think that it was the thing that he wanted. But I think it, it kind of became embarrassing for them because nobody who voted for this bill and no member of the administration had any good answer to like, when will this reduce inflation and how? I mean, you called it that. You should have a, a theory, a story on that. And they really didn't have one. They had no answer or explanation on that. So they, they've tried to sort of shift the name again, you know, for a third time uh, to sort of, you know, historic healthcare and climate bill, something like that. Uh, the bill basically, um, it does a ton of things. It's about seven or 800 page bill. But the way I think about it, it basically has 
two very large buckets on the spending side and three very large buckets on the revenue side. And the two large buckets on the spending side are green energy, electric vehicle, Green New Deal type giveaways and spending and loan programs. And by the way, there's a, there are $350 billion of Department of Energy loan and loan guarantee programs in this bill that are not included in the price tag on the assumption that, well, loan programs, you know, you loan the money and then you make it back. And so that's like not with spending. Solyndra? Well, yeah, right, yes, that program gets an, gets $250 billion in this under this bill that Secretary of uh, Energy controls. And then there's another $100 billion of lending for, for electric vehicle manufacturing. So this um, is Solyndra on steroids. Well, yeah, times a million or whatever. And um, But I think much like student loans, we're going to see that they end up converting a lot of these loans to grants after the fact. And so that's one reason the bill is going to be much more expensive. But I'm, I'm a little bit of a tangent there. So there's all the green energy, Green New Deal, electric vehicle, wind and solar. That's one of the big buckets of spending. The other is that extension of the supersized Obamacare subsidies, which for accounting gimmick reasons, they pretend they're only extending for three years, but everyone knows they actually want that to be permanent. And then uh, the way the three kind of buckets of how they pay for all of this are uh, one is an alternative minimum tax on businesses, on large public companies based on their financial statement income, which is never something we've taxed before is going to cause a ton of problems. Uh, the second is the doubling of the size of the IRS, the uh, 87,000 additional agents that the White House I thought we'd be proud of, but instead they're lying and giving all these excuses about how it's only replacing retirees, which is obviously untrue. You can't double an agency size just by replacing retirees. The base budget already covers those positions. So yeah. I uh, guess and they're, then the third is, they're not good at math, are they? Because like, yeah, that they seems like lie, a stupid answer. At, or they're just good at lying when it's convenient for them. I don't know. Or both. Um, and then the third is, of course, the uh, raid on Medicare prescription drug spending through price controls and inflation caps and all of that, which we've talked about before. But those are basically the elements of the bill. And then, you know, where's where's the inflation reduction? You know, it's not it's not there. It doesn't exist. Um, but, you know, the 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 green agenda, it's remarkable. That but at it's least it's going to save the polar ice caps, right? <laughs> I think the, the ice, the, I just saw something, the ice cap in Greenland just added more ice by volume than it ever has in the summer ever in history and the chart it's swinging, yeah. swinging back up. So right, I don't right. know. In the summers when it's hot. Right. It's not, it, it's not typical. So I guess, you know, yeah. I don't, anyway, uh, but Europe is in a total acute energy crisis right now. Uh, bills in the electric bills in the United Kingdom are expected to go up 80% this winter. There's an all the insane across the board revolt over that. Uh, you've got uh, Germany is in acute crisis uh, because their gas supplies have been cut off from Russia. And they're, they're essentially, you know, the landlords there in apartment buildings are saying we're going to cut off the heat at night. And it just it's total insane. All of the energy scarcity policies, anti-oil oil and gas policies uh, that we're now implementing are like manifestly failing in front of our eyes in Europe. And yet we don't want to pay attention. We want to follow them off the same cliff, which I find somewhat remarkable. And then, you know, on top of the insanity of these federal policies and these massive subsidies, we've got, of course, California being even more insane and more over the top than anything the federal government is doing. So they want to ban the sale of gasoline and diesel powered vehicles uh, by the year 2035. And they've already got four states that are following them, uh, three of them because of current stupidity and one of them because of past stupidity. Uh, the three because of current stupidity are Massachusetts, Oregon, and Washington. And then the one because of past stupidity is your own state of Virginia, which remarkably 
last year passed a law that basically says whatever California does on automobiles, we automatically implement in Virginia as well. And so unless yeah. they can repeal and that was Governor uh, that Blackface law, or Governor gonna, Governor Klansman. It's yeah, I didn't even know. Did you know about this when it passed? I didn't even know about I didn't it either. this week. So I guess no. they were rushing to do all of their crazy left wing stuff and it was somewhere in the stack. Pretty amazing thing. I have to ask you about this because I just it doesn't make sense to me. Like, so let's assume for the sake of the argument that it was something you and I would agree with that they were doing. Like, they were, California decides to reduce taxes. If I were a delegate in Virginia or a senator in Virginia, I would not vote to simply do what the California legislature did because I'd feel like, well, wait a minute, that's my job. I might do the same thing, but I'm not going to actually just say whatever they do, we do because that violates the whole concept of representation. Right. I think there are like 15 or 18 states that have adopted California car standards, but none of them did it on an automatic prospective basis except Virginia. I mean, other states have said, yes, we're adopting California car standards, but they adopted them as they currently exist. I think it's very different to pass a law that says, you know, whatever happens in another state, we automatically import into our laws. And, uh, you know, I think I think they did it, frankly, in case they lost party control. It was a way to uh, kind of assure that policy would be in the hands of a forever Democratic legislature, i.e. the nutjobs in Sacramento. But, you know, I I hope that there's going to be an enormous amount of pressure on the state senators that voted for this ahead of the upcoming session um, to do the right thing and and, uh, revisit it and repeal it. And, you know, even people from the left, I think, to your point, should agree that they ought to ought to do their own job of legislating. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, if they think it's a good idea, then vote on it. I'm hoping somebody will put some resources into making this, you know, a really focused spotlighted issue and a very difficult vote in the, you know, in the, in the, you know, in the 2023 session. And if they refuse to repeal it, you know, I think it's got to be the signature vote for the, you know, November 2023 elections in Virginia, because, uh, Think about how heavy handed this is and how insane it is to adopt it by the back door of, you know, just saying we'll do whatever California does. Yeah, it's interesting to see. I like there's not a lot of people say that Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is planning on running for the presidency in 2024 or maybe beyond, depending on what uh, Biden does. And I'm thinking to myself, is there a constituency for people saying, oh, yeah, I want the poverty, the mass exodus the high taxes, the high crime, the high homelessness, the crazy schools, the failing schools. I want all of that in my state. Please, let's elect this man so he can do to America what he's done to California. I mean, am I missing something or is that like crazy? The only thing you're missing, George, is that um, the media loves all of that. (laughs) He's telling him he's a great hero for, you know, his great compassion towards criminals and towards the homeless. And, you know, he's everything you just said is a negative that I think obviously is a negative. They'll be, um, you know, they'll be praising him to the rafters and making him a hero for all those things because uh, the to the left, all those things are, are positives. They love it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it, it's actually very hard to mess up California so badly as a state that people don't want to live there anymore and they're leaving. Yeah. Um, like know, it's look at what weather. it looks like there and, you know, the perfect weather and, every, and just the, and the, the, the vast resources they have and everything else. It, uh, it, it's hard to mess it up, but they have. They've managed. It's a remarkable achievement of incompetence and stupidity and, you know, left-wing mania. And, um, you know, the we'll left see. can take and paradise and make it, uh, can, basically can take paradise and make it a place no one wants to live. Yeah. 
And uh, it's going to be, I think, pretty interesting if, you know, if we have another winter where the COVID numbers rise again, which I think is likely, although, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe flu will stage a comeback. But, you know, assume that it's going to be another year where there's a lot of COVID. I don't know. Are they going to be able to resist the temptation to lock down and mask and all the other crazy stuff? I don't know. It's going to be, that'll be an interesting, I, I think, test of whether that's a, an annual perpetual ritual of crazy or whether it's something that's actually behind us. Yeah. I, I fear that these guys are committed to crazy. I think uh, they're not committed to much, but they're de- definitely committed to crazy. But, well, Phil, I wanted you to tell us how we can follow the work that you do, both at American Commitment and at the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, because you guys do great work. And I always enjoy everything from you on Twitter and just the, the email alerts and the different things you guys come up with. High quality information, definitely worth people checking out and becoming aware of. I'll give you three places, George. Uh, the first is the the main American Commitment website, which is AmericanCommitment.org. Uh, then there's the Committee to Unleash Prosperity website, which is where you can sign up for the free daily newsletter I do every weekday with John Fund and Steve Moore. Uh, a lot of people like that. And take a look at it. You might like it. Uh, that is Committee to Unleash Prosperity.com. We also have some research papers and other features on there. And then uh, I'm also a bit of an obsessive Twitter user. And if so, if people want to find me on there, it's my last name, Kerpen, K E R P E N. Excellent. As you always do, thanks for bringing the data and the facts to bear on complex issues because I get weary of, of we live in a town of demagoguery. And you don't have an ounce of demagoguery in you. You just like you're just. Oh, a, maybe a little. <laughs> you're just a facts guy. Try to guy. mix them in sometimes. <laughs> you're just a facts guy. But thank you, and we really appreciate you spending this time with us. All to right, our, George. Have a good one. Absolutely. To our viewers and listeners, this is the Conservative Commandos. Don't go away because we still have more to come. We'll be right back after these messages. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. To order, please call 800 800- Seven nine seven seven eight nine three, and please use the promotion code AUNTV to order. Please call eight hundred seven nine seven seven eight nine three, and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. 
I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products to order please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code auntv to order please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code auntv to order please call 800-797 7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos. We're glad you stuck around because we're the point of the show where we have the guests and the good news is we have the best guests on TV and radio. They bring you the very best information, the most reliable information. And here to prove it is Michael Morris. He is the Media Research Center's Free Speech America and MRC Business Managing Editor. So with that, welcome, Michael. We're glad to have you back. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I wanted to get into, you guys do a lot of great work on censorship, and I saw a report about something about secondhand censorship. And sometimes people buy things like, you know, secondhand cars and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that's not what we're talking about. So what does that mean, secondhand censorship? Sure. So in a recent report, actually, we've we've put out two reports so far this year on secondhand censorship. We did a Q1 report and a Q2 report that was kind of comprehensive, encompassing Q1 and Q2. And what we did is we've actually talked about the ripple effects that censorship has. So when someone gets censored, it's not just the targeted account that that is affected with censorship. It's also all of the viewers that go along with that account that are affected by the censorship. So, so what do I mean by that? Uh, what that means is, for example, George, if you were to get censored online, uh, let's, let's use Twitter as an example, because Twitter seems to be censoring people left and right these days, as they've done over the years. Uh, you get censored. Let's say you have 10,000 followers, 20,000, 50,000 followers. Insert a number. Uh, 
if you get censored, that means 50,000 followers will say were unable or had information kept from them. So they're not allowed to view the information that you or any other targeted account would have been able to share or, or, or that these people would have been able to see. So the number that we use is the number of times that information was kept from individuals that would have otherwise been able to see the information but for the censorship. Yeah. Well, and, that's and, a very good point because, to be perfectly blunt, if someone silences me, you know, that's frustrating and everything. But the reality is we live in a culture and a society that was premised on the notion that information was important and that an informed public was important and that debate needed to take place. And so even if someone disagrees with me, they probably shouldn't be for me being censored because if they're right and I'm wrong, that will come out over time as we have a conversation. That process is an important process and it's being hijacked by censors. Right. And and what's, what's crazy is we, we've got a number that goes with our quarter two a comprehensive study, it's 195 million times that people had information kept from them on social media platforms. And uh, just to kind of give you a taste of what's not covered in the report, because we actually use the most conservative estimate possible for, for coming up with this number. For example, we did not put in the report Donald Trump. Now, former President Donald Trump, if we had put him in the report, he tweeted, and this is just Twitter, by the way, he tweeted an average of 18 times a day. Okay, and he had 90 plus million followers on just Twitter alone. If we had included him in in the number, the number would be in the billions just by including former President Donald Trump. But again, we did not include him in our tally. And yet we still have 195 million times that that users had information kept from them on, on, on platforms. Yeah, and that dumbs down society and short circuits that process of, of having debates about what policy ought to look like. The other thing that I find kind of interesting, because as you mentioned Donald Trump, is I understand that his Truth Social is now getting censored. Big tech is canceling conservatives. There's, there's no question about it. And, and there's an Trump's, election coming up. Trump's Truth Social is no exception to this. Uh, we actually reach out to uh, Google to get to get comment on it, and actually they sent a response back. They said on August 19th, we notified True Social of several violations of standard policies in their current app submission, and reiterated that having effective systems for moderating user-generated content is a condition of our terms of service for any app to go live on Google Play. Last week, True Social wrote back acknowledging our feedback and saying that they are working on addressing these issues. Well, we reached out to Google to clarify what they mean, and Google said this, True Social is not banned from Google Play. In fact, their app is up for pre-order right now. Well, what's interesting is that this, is, this True Social app has actually been available on the Apple App Store for a while now, and you can, you can go on internet browsers and, and use the app there uh, by submitting your phone number. But the Google Play Store is only allowing pre-registration right now, not allowing users to use the app at present time. And of course, this was first acknowledged by Axios. And uh, President of Media Research Center actually said, said it best. He said, Google is canceling conservatives ahead of an election. They're not even hiding their efforts to sway elections anymore. And he's absolutely right. That's kind of stunning because the very people who spent the most time talking about election interference, meaning the left, the FBI, the DOJ, etc. They're the ones who interfere with elections. <laughs> well, and let's not forget what Google's done in the past. Uh, for a time, this was actually back in o- October of 2021, Google has an about section for presidents. 
at the time, Google did not even acknowledge in its about section about former President Donald Trump that Trump was, in fact, president of the United States. We got an exclusive quote from him. Uh, Trump said in a statement, it's a disgrace to our country. I got them in, by surprise in 2016, and they said we'll never let it happen again. They should be punished. That's an exclusive quote from, from former President Donald Trump about the censorship that occurred there. But, but there's more. Uh, also, NC State did a study that showed that Google's email spam filter was filtering out 59.3% more emails from right-leaning candidates than left-leaning candidates. So, so some pretty, pretty scary censorship going on there that deals with the election as well. But there's more. Uh, we've got exactly. We actually have four more examples here. Uh, the world's biggest search engine has also reportedly censored pro-life ads, went after live action, um, mm. uh, among others. Uh, they also blocked and Google Docs a doctor from sharing six different times COVID-19 treatments, potential COVID-19 treatments. That was Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. He was the first doctor to advocate alternative COVID-19 treatments. And Google said, we're sorry, you can't access this item because it's in violation of our terms of service. This is a doctor. Is Google claiming to be a doctor in this case? Crazy stuff. But I, I go on again. Google partnered with Axios, actually, to track user searches of political topics in each congressional district. And so, so what are they trying to do? They're trying to get election information. And uh, th this is a quote from Axios. And a first-of-its-kind project we're unveiling today, one year out from the 2022 midterm elections, Axios and Google Trends will be tracking which political issue voters are searching for in each congressional district over the course of the next year. And we actually reached out to Google researcher and psychologist, Dr. Robert Epstein, to get his opinion on it. Now, Mr. Epstein was actually uh, one of the whistleblowers early on about Google and how it could interfere in elections. And he said this, among other things, this allows Google to keep a close eye on voters who are undecided and whose opinions can still be changed, he said. The detailed information they have about each and every one of us allows them to effectively shift opinions with biased search results, search suggestions, answer boxes, answers on personal assistance, things like Google Home, Google Assistant, and Android phones, YouTube videos, targeted messages, and more. Truly nefarious stuff. And here's the final example. Don't forget Parler. Big tech in a concerted effort, work together sh to shut down the Parler app, and it seems like that might be what's going on here with True Social as well. It does, in fact. That's, when I first heard about this, I thought, I thought, I we've played this once before. I think I remember this play. Another thing I think is interesting is Mark Zuckerberg kind of let a cat out of the bag, which was, yeah, Facebook was uh, censoring sensitive political information right before the 2020 election, but it's not our fault. The FBI asked us to. Right. You know, Zuckerberg said the quiet part out loud, didn't he? You know, it, it's amazing. We had the Hunter Biden laptop scandal back before the 2020 election. And, and I'm sure your audience remembers it well. Uh, I believe it was October. Uh, New York Post actually put out a series of reports detailing uh, Biden family scandals. And it was your October surprise. And what happened? Big media and big tech censored the news. We actually did a survey on it that showed that 4.6% of Biden voters would not have voted for Biden, and Trump would have won. 
had they been aware of the Biden family scandals, 289 electoral votes is, is what Trump would have gotten, according to the survey that we did. But instead, that information was kept from the American people. And without a doubt, big tech and big media colluded to, to help the Biden administration win the 2020 election. So, so what's interesting here, though, is here we are two years, you know, about two years later, and Mark Zuckerberg goes on the Joe Rogan experience, and Rogan asks him about that time period and what was happening prior to the 2020 election. And Zuckerberg says, well, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, we thought, that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election, he said. We have it unnoticed that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, that's similar to that, so just be vigilant. And of course, he's talking about the FBI here. So Zuckerberg is saying that the FBI was directing Facebook to be on the lookout to censor content in the lead up to the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. And when, when kind of digging into it, Joe Rogan pressed him a little bit more and asked, well, what did you guys do? Didn't you just censor that? And Zuckerberg tried to distinguish between Facebook and Twitter. He said, so our protocol was different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share that at all, but um, we didn't do that. Well, what exactly did Facebook do? Here's what Zuckerberg said. What we did do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we also have a third-party fact-checking program. We, we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. Insert here. But they did. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So w- what Zuckerberg is doing here is he's passing the buck on to his third-party fact-checkers instead of taking responsibility for, for the censorship that took place on our platform. Now, of course, Andy Stone actually put out a message on Twitter during the time period, and we reported on it here at MRC Free Speech America, that they were reducing the distribution even before fact-checkers had had a chance to look at the piece. Now, to our knowledge, Facebook had never done anything like that before. This was censorship before a fact-check was even applied to the information the New York Post had put out. Astounding stuff, clearly biased happenings from Facebook. And also, Facebook is a bad actor here, and so is the FBI, because we know for a fact that what they did wasn't in good faith. They knew all of this was a lie. They knew. They had the laptop. They knew it was legitimate. They lied to the American public. You had all those intelligence officers who lied to the American public. And they're either the dumbest intelligence officers who ever lived, or they lied. And I'm kind of unwilling to assume that they're, you know, low IQ. I I bet you if, if their IQ was 60 or higher, they could figure out that was all a lie. And I'm unwilling to let them off the hook by assuming they have an, an IQ in the single digits or something. Well, the FBI actually came and responded to uh, Zuckerberg's statement on the Joe Rogan experience and actually claimed, according to Reclaim the Net, re- that it routinely notifies U.S. private sector entities, including social media providers, of potential threat information so that they can decide how to better defend against threats. And they said to do this routinely. Yeah, with, with with other social media companies, how many other companies in the, is the federal government working with to censor free speech? You know that yeah. that's incredible stuff coming from Zuckerberg, and an even more incredible response from the FBI, according to Reclaim the Net, that this is something that they routinely do. 
Yeah. Yeah, because you kind of would half expect. I mean, if you told me they went to the FBI, I would have kind of expected for the FBI to say, we never did no such thing. Instead, they tell you, oh, yeah, we do this all the time. It's like, what? It's like, you rob banks? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> it's kind of weird. but yeah, and, it, and it fits a pattern, right? We've seen this time and time again with the Biden administration. We had Jen Psaki admitting during a White House press conference, this is the former White House uh, press secretary, saying that, oh, yeah, we work with social media companies. We, we've got contacts on, at Facebook that we're working with to censor so-called COVID-19 misinformation. We've had uh, Vivek Murthy actually uh, saying that, Social media companies, other companies need to work together to silence so-called misinformation on COVID-19. We've got Gina McCarthy, actually, another Biden administration official, calling for censorship of climate denial, among other things. I mean, just absurd stuff. These Biden administration officials, even Biden himself, calling for big tech companies to crack down on American free speech online. Without question, a First Amendment violation. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. That's a good place for us to take a quick break because we've got to take care of a little bit of business. But, Michael, I'm glad you can stick around because I know there's more to discuss. To our viewers and listeners, this is the Conservative Commandos. I'm George Lanth, your host, and our guest, Michael Morris, of course, with the Media Research Center. We will be right back, so don't go away. Hello, everyone. You all know I'm a kid at heart. Well, here is my new favorite product, Children's Bible Story Go Anywhere My Pillows. What they have, we have the same patented fill, the same go-anywhere pillow for that comfort and awesome sleep, but now we have stories from the Bible and scenes from the Bible. Look at here. This is the first one. This is where God creates heaven and earth. If you don't know the story, you flip it over. There it is, from day one all the way to day seven when he rested. I mean, that's awesome, right? Okay, here's the next one. We've got five. We're going to go through all five. What's this one? Can anyone guess? Daniel in the lion's den. All this is, if you don't know the story, there it is. You read the story, you see the scene, it's awesome. Then, everybody's favorite, or a lot of people's favorites, can anyone guess this one, Noah's Ark. If you don't know that story, where they see the lamb with the dog, there's the story right there. I mean, that's beautiful. That's awesome. Kids love this one. Well, they love them all. But uh, here we have Jonah and the whale. Quite a story. There it is on the back. There's the story. There's Jonah right there. There's the whale. Look at that. Then, where it all began, we got Christmas coming, great Christmas gifts. But then you need to know the story of the baby Jesus, okay? Born on Christmas. There it is. There's the story. I want you all to use your promo code, and you're going to get 50% off. Get all five. Collect all five. They make the best Christmas gifts ever. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. 
The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99. Or for a limited time, you can get my six-piece towel sets. Regularly $109.99, now only $39.99. The lowest price ever with your promo code. To order, please call 800 797 7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried canceling myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For a limited time, you can get my brand new product, My Slippers, for 50% off. That's the lowest price ever. And remember, My Slippers come with an exclusive four-layer design. These layers combine to give you amazing comfort and support and help reduce stress on your feet. And with the durable indoor-outdoor sole, you can wear My Slippers anytime, anywhere. I personally guarantee these will be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my slippers for 50% off, the lowest price in history. And if you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos. We've been having a great conversation with Michael Morris. He, of course, is with the Media Research Center's Free Speech America. He's also MRC's business managing editor. And we have been talking about all kinds of very disturbing things, essentially election interference. And some what you might think is kind of, at least when I was a kid growing up, I would have never dreamed that the FBI and various government agencies would be involved in election interference. But here we are. And it was a very interesting conversation. So I wanted to ask you what big tech is gearing up for, because we're coming up on an election this November. And it seems unlikely to me that given the success they've had interfering with elections, along with the FBI and others, that they will just kind of go, okay, well, we should stop now. You know, it seems to me they're probably going to gear up again. So you tell me if I'm being too pessimistic. Well, I'm going to invoke Ronald Reagan here, actually. Uh, During debates, he would would employ a, a fun phrase when he would notice his opponents going down a rabbit trail of accusation or or some sort of leftist line that didn't make any sense or was just flat out wrong. And he, he would say, there you go again. There well, you go again. Yeah. Here we go again. Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok have all announced their own version of so-called election integrity policies for their big tech platforms. 
and it looks like more of the same from back in 2020. They're gearing up and they're saying that they're going to uh, censor content that deals with so-called election misinformation and other information that they don't approve of on their platforms. And, you know, just go figure. It looks like the same playbook again from 2020 rolling out here before the midterms here in 2022. No surprise. Yeah, it sounds like so if someone were to post uh, Joe Biden's policies have increased energy prices, they'll give you some song and dance about how the president doesn't control energy prices. And it's like, well, yeah, he doesn't call up energy companies in the morning and say, hey, today the price is. He doesn't control it in that sense. But his policies do, in fact, have a major impact. And yet they pretend it doesn't until the prices start to drop. And then, of course, he's all powerful. <laughs> it's very interesting how they play that game. Well, we had the kind of really crazy disinformation governance board. And my recollection is that they kind of put the kibosh on it. I don't know if they agreed it was a bad idea. I think they got basically what they, I think, agreed was they were getting too much bad press. So is it going to go away or is it something that could resurrect itself later, kind of like Count Dracula coming out of the coffin on a dark, scary night with a full moon? Well, it's a fair question. Look, the Media Research Center actually doubled our efforts against the Disinformation Governance Board and pointed out all sorts of sludge and filth and just background information about some of the board members and advisors to the Disinformation Governance Board that the Biden administration had put out as part of DHS. And we spent weeks and weeks uh, putting out reports all across the Media Research Center how biased this board was actually going to be. And there for a time they decided the DHS uh, as part of the Biden administration, decided to put the, the DGB on pause. And so up until recently here, it's been on pause. And finally, it appears that the DHS, according to a press release, has officially shut down the Disinformation Governance Board. Uh, you know, MRC can actually take a little bit of the credit for this, too. Oh, yeah. We actually broke the news about George Soros' connections with, with some of the board members. Jennifer Daskal was actually connected, had three different connections with, with George Soros, and actually Michael Chertoff as well. Daskal worked for uh, Open Society Foundations for a time, and I believe received honors from, from Open Society as well, and uh, worked for a paper that was funded by George Soros on top of that. Uh, Chertoff actually had ties to a think tank that's funded by Soros as well. So, you know, the bias is just uncanny. Of course, Jen Psaki said that this was going to be a, a nonpartisan entity that would track disinformation, misinformation across the Internet yeah. and prevent that sort of stuff from coming to the American people. But clearly, it is not unbiased. There's no question right. about it. Brent said it best. Again, make no mistake, Joe Biden's Ministry of Truth was only shut down because, as you mentioned earlier, they were caught. And it's only a matter of time until it comes back in another form. And here's actually what the DHS press, uh, press release actually said. It said, with the HSAC recommendation as a guide, the department will continue to address threat streams that undermine the security of our country consistent with the law while upholding the privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties of the American people and promoting transparency in our work. So it seems there's a little bit of wiggle room. And, of course, that report that we did came out on August 25th. Wouldn't you know it, just a few days later, we did a little bit more digging about the DHS and their actual what their actual report said. The initial information was just the press release. But we got a hold of the real report from DHS and did some digging. And wouldn't you know it, Homeland Security Advisory Council report shows that so-called disinformation around COVID-19 election security and domestic violent extremism are leading focus areas of the department 
of Homeland Security. And they go on and say, work can and must continue to counter disinformation consistent with the law and best practices. So what does that mean? They're not gone. They're just underground, most likely now. And they're going to continue. They say right there, work the work can and must continue to counter disinformation. Yeah. And they're and then they're using this 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 crazy line consistent with the law and best practices. Well, I I don't believe that government silencing the American people and telling Americans yeah. what they can and cannot say on the internet is consistent with the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. Yeah. I used to teach constitutional law, so I would have to give you a 100% check mark true answer on that one. That's 100% right. Very weird. Another thing I find kind of odd is their Orwellian use of language. They talk about election security, but they never mean by election security things like voter ID laws, purging dead people. For example, in Michigan, I remember reading somewhere that there were 26,000 dead people known to be on voter rolls that the Democratic Party is fighting to keep on the, the rolls. Like, why would you want dead people on the rolls? Because you plan to vote them. So when these people say they're for election security, they're lying. They actually are not interested in election security. These are people who believe that, you know, voter ID laws are racist. They don't actually believe that. They just say that. So it's pretty amazing stuff. They use language in an Orwellian fashion. Right. And what's, in, what's incredible, you said that they use Orwellian language. That's what's so crazy about the use of the term misinformation. Misinformation simply means information that, that is factually incorrect, not necessarily intentionally factually misincorrect. That's what disinformation is. And so the nefarious part of using the term misinformation is a lot of times they fact check these big tech entities and, and the left and the media fact check opinion. So it's not even something that is that is yeah. quote unquote objectively true or false. Right. It's just like an the opinion. The best movie of, I ever saw was you know, whatever, you know, fill in the blank. And then they're like, that's not true. Experts say that it's, you know, the 10th best movie ever made. It's like, I didn't say experts said, I said it was the best movie I ever saw, you know, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's Karina. My favorite color is blue. Reports say that the favorite color is actually, you know, magenta. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's very weird how they act like truth. But anyhow, I'm curious because I've noticed, for example, with the student loan forgiveness, they keep acting like that's going to help people out. They keep trying to they've tried to out people who have gotten completely different oriented loans like the PPP loans, which I wasn't really a big fan of that uh, plan because I just thought it was going to be a boondoggle, which it turned out to be. But at least you could argue this. The government shut everybody's job down, made your job, uh, you know, a crime for you to go to it and forced your business to shut down. So it might make sense if they're going to do that for a year and a half to two years that they might have to have some responsibility. Example would be if I showed up at your business and bombed the business, I would be held accountable, not just in criminal law, but I'd have to pay for whatever damages I did to your business, including potential lost profits. So maybe the government should be responsible for the same thing. But I don't want to argue for PPP loans. But, but the point is, it's very different than student loans. So what's going on with student loans? Because I have a feeling there's a lot of Orwellian double talk going on there as well. Well, look, surprisingly, believe it or not, the media response to this has kind of been a mixed bag. Of course, the Biden administration suggesting that this was a campaign promise that they were going to go out and forgive student loans. And of course, he's, he's doing that now. He's offering $10,000 to those making $150,000 or less. 
and I believe it's 250000 or less for married couples filing jointly. And I, and I believe it's if it's a Pell Grant recipient that you can get as much as $20,000 forgiven under this, under this program. But it's by executive fiat. This isn't something that's passed through Congress. And, and it's, it's something really, that Nancy Pelosi just a few months ago said he couldn't do. Right. Yeah, exactly right. And, and what's incredible about it, of course, you've got some on the right and some on the left an agreement on both sides of this issue. Some are saying that, in fact, oh, look, you know, these student loans are outrageous. We should help them out, particularly with COVID-19 going on. And then others saying, no, this isn't something that we should do. It's going to increase inflation. Shock of all shocks, CNN actually had a guest on that agreed with the conservative principal approach, which is if you have student loans, you should pay them back. And that if you actually try to bail out some of these student loans, that's what I would call it, a bailout, uh, what you're going to get is more inflation, and that's not not a good thing. Actually, CNN's guest, John Hopkins University professor Mark Goldwing, actually said, what we really need to do is make college affordable, not send a $10,000 gift to people that already have, in many cases, advanced degrees. And he's absolutely right. Uh, he went on to say, we, we could send everybody another round of checks to pay for their inflation costs, but that would actually make inflation worse. What we need to do now is get inflation under control. One of the easiest ways to do that is to ask people to start paying back the debt that they already owe to start making the principal payments that they already agreed to. Imagine that, taking responsibility for you know what you've agreed to do from the very get-go. What a concept. <laughs> Personal responsibility. But, you know, one of the things I find interesting is uh, on the climate change issue, basically they call people climate deniers, which I think is an attempt to make them sound like they're Holocaust deniers. In other words, make them kind of deplorable as opposed to people who just question the science because there are lots of scientists who question the science. I've looked into this. I've done lots. I've done lots of research and writing. I've sponsored conferences. And I know for a fact that there are a lot of very heavyweight scientists who go, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of here there. It's a lot of predictions, but not a lot of accurate predictions. So I understand that CNBC is predicting a sea level rise of something like a foot, which is crazy, in the next 70, 80 years, and as humans and SUVs causing it. Well, Nature actually did put out a study that was warning about potential dangers in upcoming years with, re with regard to climate, but what we're interested here at the MRC is media bias, and it's the spin that CNBC put on this nature study that's interesting to us. CNBC actually said, quote, a massive ice sheet in Greenland is set to raise global sea levels by nearly a foot by the end of the century, and get this, and the melting event by human-caused climate change. What's interesting about that is that the nature study actually didn't say that it was human-caused. In fact, we looked through the study and, and did a keyword searches for the words human, people, fossil fuel, oil, gas, and person, and none of those words were mentioned with regard to the cause of climate change in the nature report that was put out. And we uh, reached out to Climate Depot founder Mark Morano about it, and his, his retort was, was pretty good. He said, here they go again, back to Ronald Reagan. Uh, when, when current reality fails to alarm, the media makes scarier and scarier predictions of the future. Hyping another frightening computer model projection of sea level rise is old hat for the media. And that seems to be what's going on here from CNBC, just more of the same nonsense. 
And something tells me they didn't cover the fact that the ice shelf in Iceland increased in its thickness uh, just in the last month, in other words, the middle of the summer, which would be a little bit odd, right? You'd expect it to do that in December and January, not July. But it did it by historically high numbers. And yet we're supposed to believe that the world's going to end, you know, it's the end of the world as we know it. I think there was a song about that. Maybe someone should. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I would love for you to explain to us how we can follow the work that you do and that your colleagues do at the Media Research Center. Because while I love having you guys on every week, the reality is if they're only connecting with the Media Research, the Media Research Center on a weekly basis, you're missing out on a lot. You could check in every day. You could check in twice a day. And you would still find brand new really amazing stuff at your websites. Yeah, you can check us out at newsbusters.org. Again, that's newsbusters.org. Uh, for my specific content, from my group, uh, from Free Speech America, there's the free speech tab there on newsbusters.org, and there's also the business side. There's a business tab on newsbusters.org. You can find more about big tech censorship and their bias on censortrack.org. That's where we track uh, the bias coming from big tech and how many how many cases of censorship we've actually recorded? That's censortrack.org. Currently, 4,300 plus cases documented on that website. Wow, that's a major database. I'm glad you I'm glad you don't keep that just on three by five cards. <laughs> but anyhow, it's been a great conversation, Michael. Thank you so much. Thank you. To our viewers and listeners, the conservative commandos will be back, so don't go away. We've got to take care of a little business. But on the flip side, we'll see you once again. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. Call 701-317-9936. That's 701-317-9936. 701-317-9936. That's 701-317-9936. Hey, travelers. Everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares. Our prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low they're not published anywhere. SmartFares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, SmartFares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these low rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals, too. Call 802-424-3060. 802-424-3060. That's 802-424-3060. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 or more a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. 
our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add 4 more pills free. You save more than $500. Stop overpaying for expensive prescriptions. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call now and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us anytime, day or night and start saving big money for the exact same results. Have your credit card ready. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. Call now. To order, call now. 855-766-0018. And welcome back. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos Radio Show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader, coming to you from the MyPillow Studios of the AUN TV Network. And as I mentioned earlier, there's now two sites we want you to go to. Of course, MyPillow.com for all your your pillows, mattresses, mattress pads, sheets, pillowcases, and towels, and things like that. And then there's MyStore.com. Now, MyStore.com used to be a part of MyPillow.com, but it's gotten so big, so popular, they had to splinter it off, start its own website, and... Uh, you know, check before you order anything from Amazon or, or any of those other sites, go to mystore.com. See if it's there. And on ordering, use the promotion code AUNTV. You're going to save big 25, 30%, 60% on more and get great products at a great price. You save money. You support a true conservative American patriot, Michael Lindell and his employees. And you also support us here at Conservative Commandos because we make a few bucks. And what do we do with that money? Well, we keep this show on the air. We keep the AUN TV network on the air. And in doing so, we're able to bring to you the guests. We're able to bring you the topics, the views, the issues, the, and the opinions. The mainstream media will not touch. Social media will ban or censor, but you know what? You're going to hear here on Conservative Commandos and AUNTV. So again, MyPillow.com or MyStore.com. Use the promotion code AUNTV. And our voice text hotline, we want to hear from you. That number, 415-854-2677. 415-854-2677. Again. Don't forget my coffee. My coffee is at my store. All right. So, George, got a little two-minute thingy for us? I do. An interesting poll that came out, and I think it shows who the, who the extremists are, to pick up on our previous theme. 82% of American voters will have a very favorable opinion of the Constitution. Uh, and I, you won't be surprised to find out that Republicans overwhelmingly, 89% of Republicans think the Constitution's, you know, pretty darn good. What's interesting, however, is that Democrats are the only group that believe that the document is rooted in racism and that it's a sexist document. And nearly half, 49% of Democrats believe the Constitution should be mostly or completely rewritten. And one of those, and one of that 49% is Barack Obama. Yeah. Because he's the one that said the the Constitution was a deeply flawed document. This is where it's not mine, George. Yeah. A deeply flawed document. 
Barack Obama, a guy who was twice elected president, twice took an oath to uphold the Constitution, saying that it was a deeply flawed document. I wonder right. where Democrats get those ideas, George. It's from Barack Obama. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting about that is that the Democrats, I think, are the extremists here. The mainstream America believes the Constitution, they admire the Constitution, and they're proud of the Constitution. And on the left, they don't. George, I think the Constitution was one of the most brilliant pieces ever written. Mm-hmm. When, when you think about what the Founding Fathers gave us in a Constitution, their, their wisdom, their wisdom, George, is, was incredible. And I, and I keep thinking about, you know, when they say all the stars and all the planets line up correctly. Well, for all those brilliant men to come together at one time, and they had their differences, but basically they had a singular idea to give us a republic. And as Ben Franklin says, and the reason we're here, Ben Franklin says, we give you a republic if you can keep it. Well, we're here to keep that republic. We're also here to keep our constitution. Some of the amendments I disagree with, like the the uh, amendment to tax their income, I think that's a bad amendment. But other than that, I think it's pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. I think it's an amazing document. And uh, while it's not perfect, it's pretty amazing. And a, a British prime minister in the mid-19th century, so he had every reason to hate America because they just lost less than 100 years before a major war in which they lost us. And then they came in 1812 again. But it was interesting was he said that it was the best, the the best work of man, that it was just he was amazed by it and that it was a stunning document. And I thought to myself, wow. And when I was in in London one time, there's a there's a square that has a statue of guess who? George Washington. Is that right? Wow. Yep. I, and, I didn't know that. And apparently Virginians sent a shipload of soil from Virginia to put under the statue because when uh, he left the White House, he said he never wanted to stand on any soil ever again other than his home in Virginia. Wow. How about so they that? got soil from apparently either Virginia or Mount Vernon, and it's under the statue uh, of him in London. Well, George, thank you for that. I never knew that story. That's that's an incredible story. I didn't know that. Hey, George, uh, we had a couple of great guests join us here today on Conservative Commandos. We always do. And today was no different. We had Phil Kirpin, who's with American Commitment and also with the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Great conversation. And then we had Michael Morris with the Media Research Center. Um, all the different ways that the FBI, the government, social media, the big tech are working to essentially censor conservatives and uh, really interesting stuff. So once again, we are good to our word that we have the best guests on TV and radio. All right. Hey, Georgia, speaking of good work, um, you and Frontiers of Freedom have an exceptional commercial out there. Do you want to talk about it a little bit before we wrap up? Sure. Real briefly, we are, we're running an ad uh, up in New York State that attacks the record of, well, first of all, Chuck Schumer as an extremist 
and it lays out the, why he is an extremist. It also attacks the media bosses that facilitate the extremism of the left. And what's interesting is a couple different sources it's been covered. The ad has gotten a story in Breitbart and, I, and another site as well referred to it as possibly the greatest political ad ever. Wow. And it's a two-minute spot, so it's very substantive. If you want to go see it, you can see it at ff.org, over my shoulder. Uh, you can go there and see it. You can go to our Rumble page at uh, ff.org as well. You can also see it on YouTube. Bottom line is, I think what you'll see there is we're right about the extremism. The left is no longer, this is not your parents' Democratic Party. This is Joe Stalin's Democratic Party. And uh, George, I want to thank you for sitting in as my co-host. And of course, you can be reached where? FF.org. You can follow me on Twitter using my name, G. Landreth or George Landreth, depending on the, the various places. But yeah, that's pretty easy. All right. But for right now, we are out of time. We do have to run. We do have to go. But take care. God bless. And we will see you tomorrow on TV and on radio. Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and please use the promotion code AUNTV. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.